Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I, uh, as, as you all know, I think I've got the best job in the planet getting to talk to people all over the world. And today, I'm literally talking to the other side of the planet, to um, Australia, to um, Gavin Blake, who is involved with TEDx Canberra. But I'm going to have him tell you what he does. Gavin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mark. Much appreciated. Yeah, we we had Ingrid from uh, TEDx Canberra up, and I just that conversation was fantastic, and we got talking about um, graphics, and we got talking about illustration of talks, and um, I think you call yourself a graphic scribe. So why don't you tell? uh, I'm going to post some pictures from uh, your last TEDx uh, on the show notes, but. Tell, tell people through the magic of radio what it is you do at TEDx. Yeah, so I – hello, everyone. Thank you um, for listening. Uh, so I, I call myself a scribe, and I attend TEDx events, and I draw as people talk. So um, a speaker gets up on stage, they start talking, and I start with a blank canvas, and I, I draw uh, the – the concepts I draw, whatever they're talking about uh, during the talk. And in doing that, because I'm, I'm, I'm particularly the reason I tuned into this when I heard her was my friend Tom Wujak was the first one I ever saw do that. He did it at TED in Monterey, probably in oh four, oh five, oh six. He was doing it, and then he was doing it live, and then we were both working at the same software company and. He developed software so he could do the sketching and do it all virtual, which was pretty amazing. And I've always had a, um, an appreciation and a professional awe for guys like yourself. And I'm curious, how long have you been a scribe? So I've, um, so firstly, um, uh, Mr. Whittock is, is a legend in our field. Um, um so yeah wonderful to be in in any way associated to him um so i've been a scribe for around 17 years now wow um i started doing this work with um a purpose-built facilitation space that was owned by ernst and young over in the uk Uh, they had a yeah this beautiful venue with these wonderful floor-to-ceiling uh movable whiteboards and i was uh, luckily uh, called upon by um, uh, by the people there to, or rather, I, I, I sort of forced myself upon them. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I made my way like I do all the time. And um, and, and so I, I became like a, a part of a team of what we called um, knowledge workers. And uh, mm. I, I, I did a variety of tasks. And um, and then within that, that environment, I, I gradually l- learned how to uh, describe, and that, that then became the only thing that, that I that I sort of did there. I really focused on that, and um, and then in around 2005, I uh, I was encouraged by one of my facilitators, uh, Kenneth Roberts, who um, who heads up um, uh, PwC's uh, The Difference in, in Australia, and I think he's yeah he's over in the US right now, uh, setting up centers over there. I was encouraged by him to to go and you know scribe for for clients outside of um uh what what then became the, the ASE in Capgemini with, with under Capgemini and so I started to to scribe with 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 clients with my own clients and uh, and, and build my business uh, doing that and um yeah so so 17 years now and I've, and I've done a whole bunch of um work with a whole variety of clients uh community 
corporate uh, government, and uh, I love it. I get to hear some great conversations. I, I bet you do. I, I was just thinking it, thinking that, you know, you're literally the fly on the wall who is, you know, drawing everything and listening and making the connections for the people. And you, you there's, I don't know how you guys do it, but yeah. the ability to listen and in near real time, uh, figure out what that picture is going to look like. And when we look back at it, we're just like, how the heck did he, he figure that out? And I, and I think that having done it for 17 years, it, that's going to be a part of it. What, what, um, when was your first, so you, you know, you went to PwC and you're starting to do external clients, but how did TEDx come on your radar? Well, firstly, Ted came on the radar quite late for me, I, I must say. Um, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit I, I, got, I got into it very late. Um, around 2004, um, now just, just to clarify, um, the the ASE, the, the Accelerated Solutions Environment, was, was this venue that, that, that I worked in. And that was once owned by, um, by Ernst & Young. It was then um, transferred over to Capgemini. Um, and so I, I worked both with with Capgemini, PwC, and all all these different different spaces. So 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 Kenneth and all the, all those guys from the difference came from uh, from from Capgemini originally. But uh, but I've worked for all all of these all of, all of those consultancies. Um, and so I've forgotten your question. Sorry. <laughs> Is when you first got involved in the TED universe? Okay, big fun. Um, so so yes, yeah, so so when I was working. With with those those guys that those consultants, I I first came across TED um, at, in 2004. Uh, so watched my first talk uh, by I think it was William McDonough, the the um, architect. Yep. And then I I came across I, uh, I found out that that um, that the TEDx uh, Sydney was happening in 2010, and I just sort of elbowed my way into the into the event and uh, and told. Um, the wonderful uh, Remo Jeffrey uh, that that, um, uh, that I, I was uh, I was keen to, to do this and and um, and they're like okay sure come along and do the thing and so I um, so my my first experience of, of, a, of a TEDx event was 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 scribing at a TED, at a TEDx event um, so that that was the you know uh, that, that was that was really interesting to for those things to to converge at once and. Uh, um, and I, uh, that, that, that one event was that first TEDx event, um, at TEDx Sydney 2010 was just so, so crucial for me. So many things happened on, on that event. And, uh, I mean, you know, um, this, this lady came over to us and, um, and noticed that we had, uh, a, a multiple input power board, um, near, near our desks where we were charging our computers and so on. And, um, and she asked if she could charge her her computer, and I, was, and I was like, "Yeah, please come and come and charge your stuff." And um, and and about three hours later, she came back and picked up picked up her computer, and and um, she said, "Oh, thank you very much. I've, I've got to go now." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Hi, uh, hi I'm, I'm Gavin." And she said, "Oh, hi, I'm Lara." And I went, "Oh, no, hi, hi, Lara. No, no, nice to meet you." She says, "Yeah, I've, I've got to go. I've got to go go and talk up on stage." And I went, "Oh, okay, that, that's interesting." Um, and I said, um, yeah, can I have a card? I'd love to stay in touch. And so she gave me her card and it had a, a big Ted logo on it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that, that was Lara Stein. And I went, mm -hmm. oh, uh, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Didn't really, didn't really click. And then, then, then like moments later, I saw her up on stage and I was like, oh, okay, well, that was a chance meeting if there ever was one. And, um, and so I've, I've been in touch with, with her and, you know, had a, a lovely relationship. So, sort of, you know, going back and forth with, with, with her and that, that eventually resulted in me going to Ted Active in 2013. And it, what was it like when you went to, you know, uh, the gathering of the tribe at Active? That was just so cool. It was just great. I mean, here were all these people, you know, these these you know cousins, you know, of, of mine. <laughs> I, I guess you could sort of say, and and it was like <laughs> a family reunion with people who I'd never met before. So, you know. Um, and, and and then you know I had that, that added bonus of of, um, of doing what I was doing you know scribing every single talk right and and like you know so I I, I got a lot of love I really a lot of love you know it was wonderful I met again met so many wonderful people and um and have you know uh, ongoing relationships with, with, with those people and um yeah but that that was that was incredible I mean you know again um 
I guess did, did a fair bit of work to get myself there and um and um and we so I I went there with with a a good mate um uh, Mike Kelly who who did all my did all all the stuff other than than, than the scribing so I, I scribe on the on the whiteboard with with a black marker and then he did all the uh, all the the, the coloring and, uh, and social media we call it ink and paint ink and paint exactly <laughs> yep. and so um, my animation so roots all, are all, showing I'm sorry. Oh no so. no not at all I, I love animation too, um, and so look that that was wonderful and and it worked so well that Chris Anderson himself you know tweeted my stuff and I was like okay well that that's it that that we we've peaked I mean, you know and so um and, and or rather like you know the the, the purpose of, of us being there was was achieved I mean you know we we did so well that um that Chris took the time to, to look at our stuff and, and, and post it. And, so, uh, so back up just a second. So sure, sure. you were, you were at Ted active 2013 and yeah. you were scribing and Chris Anderson saw your stuff and went, Oh my gosh. And tweeted your stuff is, did I get that right? You got that right. So, so basically so what happened was the, the lovely people from the, uh, the, the Ted, um, dot com uh blog team uh were, were blogging my, my stuff they were um because we we were just pumping out you know uh social media um uh packets all throughout the day and uh, and they they you know i think by by day two they they sort of like hey so what what's, what's this guy doing and 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 I, I was like in the in the sort of the the, the, TED, the ted um ted active hub right um so um so it was very, very visible. Um, was that the last year of Palm Springs or the first year of Whistler? It was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so, so my, my, my first experience of, um, of Ted Active was Palm Springs. Like, great, looking forward to next year. And, and then it was um, nope. <laughs> going to the mountains. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, look, you know, I, I, I don't mind the cold at all, but, but, um, but I was really looking forward to a, to a, um, mm, to going mm. to, to Palm Springs again. So I mm. love Palm Springs. I've got a, my, my, I've got a special relationship with, with, um, with, with Palm Desert, one of my favorite bands of, of, from there. Um, so I, I, I quickly, you know, I, I, I killed a few birds with it, with the one stone that, that on that, that trip. And, um, <laughs> so <laughs> how many, how many, so, you know, you come up, you go from zero to 60, uh, pretty quickly, and um, everybody's like, oh, "Who is this guy?" And this stuff is looks great. Did did that turn into a full time gig for you to be a TEDx scribe? Um. So no, look, it's not not a full time thing um, to be a TEDx uh, event scribe. I mean, I I do that as part of, um, or rather, I, I fit it in when, whenever I can. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm a scribe full time in my in my business life. I um. I yeah I, I, I scribe a variety of events, but I'll I'll do you know a, a few TEDx events a, you know a, a year and in my first few years I, I did you know quite a few. Um, How many would you every, say every you've done and, in total? Um, you know, look, it's around fifty. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! How far? I really okay, count. <laughs> okay, different different question. What's the <laughs> farthest you've traveled to scribe? Okay, so the furthest I'll describe um, digitally has been TEDx Dar es Salaam. Um, so I did TEDx Dar es Salaam, I think, in 2011, I think. I've got to check. Um, bloody lovely people. I, I had a w- wonderful um, experience uh, scribing for them. You know, the, the, the first few emails were like, you're going to do what? What are you, what are you proposing? You know? Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, come on, like, like, you, know, you guys play the event through the live stream. I watch the live stream and I and I and I draw. And they're like, really? Okay, cool. You know, so 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 Kate and 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 the the people were were, were lovely there, and they they loved what what I was doing. Um, unfortunately, uh, the the web str- the, the the stream kept on dropping out. Not sure if it's just our crappy Australian internet or 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 something over there. end. but um, um, we're we're still to to finish off off those talks. But the, the furthest I've travelled physically is TEDx Dubai. Uh, um i uh, another another oh god come on another serendipitous um uh, occurrence there i i just happened to to um get some work um with a uh, with, with with an old client uh they were working with a with a um uh, venture capital company in uh, in dubai and it just happened to be 
uh, happened to start a few days after Telex Dubai. So yeah, I went over and um, and scribed for, for for Natasha and uh, and the late wonderful Giorgio and yep. um, had a you know again had an awesome time. Was was very well looked after and, and they they loved what I was doing and um, yeah, saw Lara there again and uh, yeah again. So I, I think that the thing that I love, yeah, yes, love the work. I love I love doing what I do and I love the, the response, but. You just meet so many wonderful people, so many like-minded people, sharers, you know, connectors. Um, just yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm really lucky to be to be part of this, and I I, I deeply respect the the relationships that I that I create there, or that I that I'm I'm, I'm a part of there. On on the show, I'm you know I ostensibly talk to organizers, and I found that there's this whole ecosystem that we exist in you know we're, we're part of this worldwide movement you know to do the behind the scenes part not the red circle but everything that it takes all the other stuff you know what the organizers what we do and i found that talking to people who are just like one ring removed so scribes and speakers and and partners and and all of these other people to get a sense of what it's like to work within the tedx environment and i've got to think that you not being an attendee, you were an attendee at TEDx events because we've talked to a couple guys who've been to 50 plus events, but actually working them that you probably have as unique a view on what makes a successful TEDx as anybody on the planet. Is that a fair statement? Uh, probably. I mean, I, I, I could, um, I've certainly, you know, seen what works, what doesn't work. Um, yeah, look, I, I'd have a fair view. Um, I guess you could say, yeah. So, so the people that are the the person who's listening right now is an organizer, typically, or on an organizing team. And so, take your 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 scribe hat is you know you're you are a keen observer. That's your job. You yes. listen and you observe. So yes. let's take that observation of over fifty events and turn that into some advice. What what advice would you give organizers? that you have picked up inadvertently. Yeah, I, I would um, shoot big with your, with your sponsorship, uh, you know, get as much money as you can. Cause the idea is, you know, you, you want to try and run the best event you can with the best catering and so on. Um, that, that needn't matter so much. You know, I've seen some beautiful, you know, um, events where, you know, where, where catering and so on is, is, is done in kind and, and, uh, and, you know, look, one of my favorite events, my favorite events was, was TEDx Dubbo. Um, Dubbo, uh, that's D-U-B-B-O, um, Dubbo in, uh, in New South Wales, Australia. Um, that was a, a wonderful, um, a wonderful little, little event with, I think, 60 attendees and, you know, relatively low budget, run, run by a couple of brothers, um, David and Andrew Ward. And I mean low budget compared to the juggernauts like TEDx Sydney and mm. Auckland and, and, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dubai, golly. Um, and you know, th- that event was, was run, run beautifully. I, I, th- I think that, you know, w- when I said before, you know, raise as much money as you can, I, I, gu- I guess that, that, that's the reference to, you know, providing as, 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 as rich an experience to your participants, but you, you can also do that, uh, with, with, with a lower budget. I mean, um, but yeah, but, but, but if, if we just sort of, you know, follow the, 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 the fundraising route, you know, get, get as much, you know, cash as you can. Put on as best a show as you can, but you know, having said that, work to with it, work to within your capabilities. Um, you know, you, you don't want to be wasting money. Um, you don't want to have um, have uh, activations there that, that don't mean anything to anyone. Right. Um, so, so, so I think, yeah. So I think you know, make make it relevant. You know, work work within your capabilities. Um, but yes, yeah, so, seek, seek funding from your your local business partners. And, um, and yeah, work, work to your strengths, work, work to, work to the capability of, and, and that's another thing, work to the capability of your, of your, you know, organizers and volunteers, because you don't want to, you know, bite off more than you can chew and then, and then, you know, have problems, you know, technical, technical problems or, you know, logistical problems on the day. Right. Yeah. I, I want to, uh, just kind of, uh, I've got this, you know, master, uh, observer here on the, on the phone. I'm curious about, I've got so many different questions, but the next one is I'm, I run TEDx Santa Barbara 
And I'm currently grappling with the idea of to do a goodie bag or not do a goodie bag. So I'm guessing with 50 shows, you have seen it all. And I'm curious, what do you think was the most successful goodie bag that you saw for attendees and why? Oh, golly. Well, the truth there is I tend to not um, get the goodie bags, um, being, not, not being an attendee. But um, look, look TEDx Sydney always. I look, TEDx Sydney is, is just such a wonderfully run event. It's, it's like the, the high art of, of, of TEDx events. It always has a great goodie bag. I've got the, the, this year's goodie bag here right now, for example. Um, you know, it was just I from the, last weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, sketchbooks or notebooks are always a wonderful thing because, you know, you can you can use those in your own time. Um, and, you know, it's it's not just a throwaway thing, you know, with, with someone's someone's branding or advertising. It's actually, you know, useful. So I think, you know, useful gifts, I think, are, are, are wonderful. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I love that, that, that TEDx Sydney gives, gives out mints and sweets um, with, with their, their goodie bag as well. Uh, it's often ha- often helpful when you're, you know, developing close relationships with with people on the on the event. Uh, um, but but yeah, look, I I, I like you know functional. I'm, I'm one of these people who I, I really you know I guess having kids now, um, you know, every TV show has to be educational. Every gift has to be sort of <laughs> functional in some way. But I, right. I, I kind of like that. I, I like functional gifts. So so yeah, so sketchbooks, notebooks, uh, pens, um, that that stuff stuff that can be used, not just you know. Throw away advertising, advertising. You know, I, I think it's just it's a bit obvious when it's advertising. You know, um, um, you know. So if, if it's a if it's a postcard, I want that to be to be meaningful. You know, if it's a, um, you know, there, there was this wonderful little 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 gift here, um, where you can you can plant an idea. So that they at TEDx Sydney they they gave you seed pods, you know, for, for you to plant. So, you know, and 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 you know, wonderful key rings. You know, it's it's just. Good stuff that, that, that that's useful. That that's not just glitz and and, and fluff and, and marketing for, mm-hmm. for one, one of the sponsors. So I asked this question of another organizer, and he said it's a it's a gift bag. It should actually be a gift. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. A gift right. that you and, would and get I, right as a like, hey, this is a great birthday gift, or it's some kind of gift. And it's not, yeah. it's not marketing. So I want to move to uh, the, the other thing I really care a lot about, um, which is the food. I think that the food plays <laughs> such a big role in TED. And you've been to all over the world. And I'm starting to ask organizers now what their unique little taste treat is that sets their event apart. But where, where was the best food? Okay, that's easy. Um, easy. The, oh. <laughs> ah. um, oh, look, I love all. Of, <laughs> I feel bad for choosing one, but um, um but uh, but I but I love all my all my TEDx events. So uh, TEDx Sydney did a did a wonderful thing. I think it was yeah last year where they got local producers. Uh, you know, backyard farmers. Um, you know, even just you know people with 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 you know veg uh, with, with food producing you know pot plants. Got all these people to to produce uh, fresh produce for for the day. So they literally got people to you know um, you know <laughs> grow a variety of vegetables and then bring them in and then they were they were processed by by the chefs. And so on, and then fed back to us on on, on the day. And that, that that wasn't just like great catering, um, but it was just a great concept and a wonderful, you know, example of um, of, of community and and a great way to you know remind people that you can actually produce your own food in your own home and feed people and mm-hmm. for it to be top quality. Because you know, I guess the thing with with, with food, yes. It, Obviously, the the origin is important. The the treatment of the food is important. Important the um you know the the care through the supply chain is important. But then you know if it's processed in a in a in a in a in a, in a good way, if it's you know combined with other foods in 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 a in a, in a, in a, in a smart way, presented um beautifully as as it, as it was it just it just worked so so well um as as a concept but also in 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 practical practical terms it was just so so good 
Um, and then, then again, you know, did they turn so that good. into a story? So, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, you know, I, I like those events as well where you get, um, you know, uh, a picnic kit to be shared between six mm-hmm. people. Or, I, love I love that. Yeah. You know, I like those Middle Eastern buffets or, you know, <laughs> I like those um, those ones where you can choose to do whatever whatever you want to do and just, just grab a packed lunch and, you know, go make some calls or, or, or go and find your own space. But I think that, that 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 one for me really stands out because the the concept was just so so good. Actually, I think I'm I'm thinking I think it was actually 2015. Um, but, but look, look, uh, TEDx Sydney has also done done a wonderful thing a wonderful thing with with presenting their food with with engaging local producers. Um, and so last year's event at the Opera House in Sydney was 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 magnificent because there were all these pr- producers. Um, you know, providing the the attendees with with uh, you know taster plates and so on, and um, yeah, food food's a big thing. We we love our food in in, in Australia. Yeah, um, I, I think and as a, a migrant population, as as a former chef uh, and a proud recovery, I'm a recovering chef. I think uh, I <laughs> we actually have a new food and beverage captain for our show this year, and had a long talk about the role of food and. She is, um, she's so excited and so ramped up to do this. And we've got a great craft food movement in Santa Barbara around farmers markets and locally produced and all of that. It's the same kind of thing you're saying. And I said, we've got to find a way to turn it into a thing. So, so that we're not just shoveling food into our mouth in the break and lunch, but we're actually appreciating the bounty of our local region. And, yes. and that, so I, I love that. I'm going to talk to Remo about that in two weeks when I interview him for the show. I want to move to kind of go back to the scribing bit because when someone, when they look at your pictures, they're going to be pretty amazed at the, there's a, a level of complexity and, and you, you're doing it very, very quickly. It's not like you listen to it, then you think about it and then you sketch and then you, it's like, it's real time. So, Given that, which is if ever, if it was easy to do, everybody would do it. It is not easy to do, ladies and gentlemen, uh, which is why <laughs> Gavin is is so good at it. What's the biggest surprise to you while you're scribing a talk? Yeah, so I find when the talks get really heavy, you know. So, um, we had a talk um, at um, at TEDx Sydney. I'm talking a lot about TEDx Sydney. But, but I love them all. It's the TEDx. I'm just so TEDx, TEDx Sydney is just, just so fresh in my mind. We had a talk by this wonderful woman uh, named Judy Atkinson, and she was speaking about listening and empathy and and, and grief. And um, oh, look, you know, when when the talks get really moving like that, when they get really like I I the surprise for me is okay. You've you've got to listen now. You've got to deal with your emotions. Of, of, mm. you know, I deal with with what's coming up, um, up in up in the talk, up, up in the talk, and and do the work. You know, um, you know, and and sort of. So the surprise to me there was was just trying to manage everything at once, and um, and I got through the talk, and I think we went straight into straight into another talk and um and then during the break i was like whoa wow what, what just that was weird what, what just happened there <laughs> wow you know um so, so I, th- I think that the big surprise for me is, is when when they get heavy you know um because talks sometimes do get quite heavy um especially tedx events you know um, yes yes I, I find yeah prone i find that, that. The, <laughs> i find that, that at, at ted the, the talks are usually you know um <laughs> generally quite positive uh you know we're talking about some incredible new, new product or, or or innovation um whereas at, at tedx events you know you 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 uncover some really unique stories and, and quite often they're, they're very emotional and very very deep and uh um and so yeah you really have to you know turn on your empathy and and mm. and um and and cope you know because i think a lot, a lot of the a lot of a lot about whenever i'm teaching scribing I emphasize how so much of this work, um, for me at least anyway, is just sort of coping with everything. Hmm. 
you know, you, you've got the, the the content, your equipment, the environment, the level of noise in the room, um, the 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 the, the subject matter of, of, of the talk, the emotional aspect. Um, yeah, that there's just so much to, to deal with. And so I've, I've learned to, to, to cope with everything, you know, but yeah, sometimes it, it just gets really heavy and it got really heavy during, um, during Judy's talk when she was talking about, you know, listening and listening to people grieving and, and, and crying with them. And, and, you know, even just now thinking about it, I'm like, Oh, golly, <laughs> because, because it, it was, you know, it's reminding me how, how how misty eyed I got, you know, while it was happening. Then I was, then I went, okay, cool. Let just 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 handle yourself and and, and do the right. work. You're here to do a to, to do a to do a job. And um, so yeah, so 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 coping is is a is a is a big thing. And then converting that deep feeling and emotion into an image that represents that, so someone who was not there can look at it and get that sense. That's that's your superpower, isn't it? In, in 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 a way, yes. Yeah. So I, I guess um I guess the the um well yeah. So the, I, I think if we talk about superpowers um and and I know we're using that term very loosely, um I I think yeah the 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 superpower that I that I I operate with at uh, TEDx events is is empathy is is mm. listening, you know is is connection to the content and and I. I really like doing that. You know, it's, it's a thing that I've had to learn. Yes. Um, and I think all of us have to, you know, to, in, in some degree, learn how to be empathic and, uh, and yeah. So, so I think that that's the thing that I, I, um, I've become quite good at, you know, um, I love listening to people. I love listening to their stories. You know, I, I love conversing with people. I love, um, you know, I, I don't I don't get get all weird when when things get heavy. I don't, I don't sort of like you know shake out of a conversation and and, and walk away. Like I'd much mm, rather be mm, there for the person mm. and 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 connect with them. You know, I mean, right, right. You know, we're all we're all like, what, a tiny conversation away from falling in love with every, with anyone. You know, when when you when you think about it. <laughs> sure, you know, so, sure, sure. No, no, so, <laughs> I, I got I got you. Do you know what I mean? You know, and and I, and I think you know. Um, um, it, it happened happened to me with, with my beautiful wife, um, and um, um, and yeah, so so I I'd, I'd much rather be there uh, for for whoever it is. You know, it makes me a better person. It, it makes it makes the world a better place. It it, it develops a, a relationship, and and um, and and I might be able to help someone, and we might be able to help each other, and you know, we might be lifelong friends. You know, um, I guess you could use, you know, falling in love. Uh, you know, c- could also be you know. Um, uh, said you know, in another way, you know, you, you can just become lifelong friends with someone, you know, um, and I'd much rather do that than, than not. I think of all the people that I meet in the TED world and, and all the people you meet in the TED world and, and I don't know them. And I know that were we to have more time and more dinner parties and more cups of coffee, we would become fast friends. And so yeah. I, I like to say, I want to go from zero to friend as quick as I can. And I specifically remember uh, a speaker party with one of our speakers. I found out that we were only a month apart in age and we were a half an inch apart in height. And yet we were completely different humans. But I said, you know, you and I are going to be friends for the rest of our lives. And he just looked at me and he said, yeah. I says, Oh yeah, no, it's my mission because we are, <laughs> you're, you we have so where the world will be better because we are friends and, uh, there's, you know, what better place to find friends than, uh, at a TEDx event where you're with your tribe, you know, of people that, uh, are, are interested in the same kinds of things or interested in ideas, right? It's not, you know, it's the luck of the draw, what the, particular topics are going to be but that that notion that we're all uh curious and interested and paying attention and when you said because i'd written down earlier i i guessed what your superpower is going to be and i wrote down (laughs) listening and you said Uh, listening and i'm uh (laughs) i do improv twice a week uh for the last few years and that's what we study is is how to listen and how to pay attention how to be empathetic and 
And I'm reading this one book where uh, TJ and Dave, who are 30-year improvers, they don't take an audience suggestion. They don't start with anything. They walk on the stage and just look at each other. And they they call it the heat of the scene. Just yeah. the body language, the way they look at one another, they it'll just go. And that yeah. is the, they're completely channeling that uh, thing that you said, which is how do how do I listen? How do I you know really connect with them? And I just think that's fantastic. Now I'm going to ask you uh, kind of a technical question. Um, when you do an event and you create these amazing graphics, what happens to them afterwards? Okay, so so as soon as I'm finished uh, drawing, we we photograph them, we give them a bit of a, a, a lick of paint in Photoshop, and um, and then they go straight onto social media. So, and, and I guess we try to do that on site in the moment. Mm. So like half an hour after the, the, the talk finishes, you know, the unedited version just, just goes out. I, I don't, you know, like I, you know, yes, I made spell, spelling mistakes and I've made some, some, you know, brilliant errors over the years, but, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's way more important for me that the event social media is enriched by as, much diverse different content as possible mm. on the day in the moment you know because if you look at a um the the uh, the, the bell curve of, of interest or engagement um you know during a, a tedx event if, if it peaks at say you know lunchtime um during the event the interest you know sort of sort of tails off until about like 1 a.m that that night Mm-hmm. And then, then there's a, f- a few little sort of peaks, you know, in, in the coming days. But the, the the engagement is nowhere near as high, right, um, right. as it is in the moment, because people are travelling back home. They're sure, going sure, to different sure, events. Sure. They're, they're doing all. They're, they're living their lives. So, so we, we we try to get the content out as as quickly as possible on on, on the day, and and then engage with as many people as possible. You know, I mean, look, look. I, I think a lot of people, you know, sidle up to, to TEDx events for for various reasons. We all have something to offer. We all want to connect with people. We want to make new friends. We all want to like, you know, challenge ourselves and, and, and do great work. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's also the opportunity to, to, to benefit, you know, in, in, in a small way. And if I can, God, if I can, I can do, do both, then that, that's wonderful. So, you know, I, I quite often meet people at, at TEDx events or they, they see our, our content on social media and, and that then produces work for me. And I, you know, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. You know, I, I, I'd much rather spend my time, you know, talk, uh, you know, uh, do, doing work in front of a, in front of a, um, an audience of, of ready-made, um, you know, a, a group of, of people who are interested in my, in my work. Cause like almost everyone that, that sort of sees my work at, at uh, TEDx events, you know, everyone who sort of walks past it goes, Oh, well, it's, what's, what's this, what's going on here? And mm-hmm, they, they seem mm-hmm. immediately sort of keen. Whereas, um, you know, if if I'm just doing that on on any sort of given day, um, you know, through LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or, or whatever, you know, it just doesn't quite have the the, the the engagement. So 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 it's really important to to get the content out on on the day and and enrich the experience for everyone. You know, right. I, I guess what what I want to try and do is is, you know, theoretically, it's you know, I'm either providing the the people at the event with with um with with packages of content with which they can share the event with people outside. Or it's for them to remember the event mm-hmm, later on, mm-hmm. or it's for people who aren't at the event to somehow right. connect with the event. So, right. I, I'd like to think that I've at least connected one person <laughs> per, per TEDx event, you know, back to back to the event, you know, either through the live stream or they've bought a ticket for next year, or you know, uh, or something like that. I'd like to think that, that, that that's worked at least once, you know, over, over those those um those you know fifty or so TEDx events and um. Um, I, I tell myself that happens, and that, that sort of keeps me going. But uh, <laughs> uh, whether, it, whether it happens happens in reality, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so so I, I guess I guess I guess that that's sort of you know how how we do it, and and, and in a sense why we do it. I, I'm I'm sure it's been more than one person, Gavin. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> you, you've been to so many TEDx's, but I'm going to guess there's probably one that you would love to go to that you've not been to yet, which one is that? 
Um, uh, let me. I I don't know. I mean, I I guess. Um, well, I've had people say TEDx on the moon, TEDx in a space station. Uh, earlier today, oh, I had TEDx oh, okay. underwater. Someone said okay. anywhere in Africa. So there's there's no <laughs> okay, you can cool. interpret that question any way you wish. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, yeah, definitely. Um, at, at a at a at a um, at an aquarium, I think it'd be lovely to um, to to have the the speakers up on stage. And then behind them is, is, is a wonderful, you know, is a huge, you know, uh, floor to ceiling a, a aquarium. And I just draw directly onto that. Oh, how fun would that be? <laughs> so I'm a, uh, I'm a recovering artist as well. And, and in my office here, I've got two sliding glass doors that are quite large. And I spend most of my working time drawing on them and doing all my thinking standing up. So I can imagine how fun that would be. And we've both also seen that we both have aquariums in our rooms, uh, which you can't see, dear listener, but um, we, <laughs> we love we love our fish. Um, I'm going to go with our last question, and I appreciate you um, hanging in there with me, listener and uh, Gavin. Um, the show's called Hacking the Red Circle, and I'm always trying to find ways to do things a little differently to either – save time, save money, create a better experience, do, do something a little, I'm also a, um, an amateur magician. So, you know, if you can do a little magic trick, it makes it look, uh, kind of amazing. Uh, I love those kinds of things. And because this show is an insider's show, um, we can tell insider's tricks. So you've <laughs> seen a ton of organizers. How, how do you answer the best hack you've seen? The best hack? Mm -hmm. Oh, golly. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I, d I did look at these questions beforehand, but I, <laughs> I, really, thought, I really thought about it, the best hack. Um, could, could you give me some examples of what people have said? Because that, that might sort of trigger my memory. What, what, well, what are like some hacks one, that one guy have said to go make a junior college a partner. So that you can ah. tap into their AV crew, their marketing communications crew, you can like that kind of thing or getting, um, work, figuring out all the stuff you need and figure out how to get it all donated. Cause you can't, you know, you don't have the ability to raise a bunch of money. Okay. Okay. I, I think, um, so recently, um, TEDx, uh, Scott base, um, the wonderful, uh, Kyla and, um, and Trenton team, um, they pre-recorded the talks and, uh, I'm not sure if I should say, oh, of course I can say this. Um, so they, they pre-recorded the talks and then they, they broadcast them at various time zones throughout the day. So the, the, there was, there was a, a TEDx Scott based event, um, you know, uh, in sort of a physical event. But there were, there were very few attendees, of course, you know, given that um, that it's in in Antarctica. Yeah. And um, so so I think that the, the hack that I I I I propose that I, is the best that I've seen so far um, in in this moment is 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 that one. So you know, pre-record the, the the event, then produce all the beautiful video uh, content and photographic content, and kind of yeah, create this this sort of produced live stream that that gets pushed out. You know. I think it got pushed out, you know, the whole sort of, you know, whatever it was, uh, six hours or so or four hours was sort of pushed out um, three times over the one day. And, 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 I, and I like that because it means that, that, that every time zone was, was touched over that, that sort of 24-hour period. Um, anyone who was interested, you know, got to, got to watch it live. Um, oh, and so our little hack as well, we, we, we cheated a little bit. So I, I, I scribed all the talks from video uh, a couple of days beforehand and then, um, sent the team the, um, the, the, the scribing. And then when, when the talks were delivered, um, in the last broadcast, that, that's when they sent out my, my scribing. So, um, yeah, but, but I, I think that, that that was wonderful because it, it, it meant that the team was able to, yeah, curate a wonderful live event, um, but then produce it, create all the, all the, all the graphic assets, all the video assets, 
and yeah and then release it as as one sort of one whole stream and um yeah that was like far out in so many ways you know the the location the 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 beautiful imagery of um i can't remember her name the, the first speaker took these incredible photographs and uh um it was so visual and and so meaningful you know um with 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 regard to the the the, the conservation um na- nature of some of the talks it was just just wonderful but yeah but i i love the fact that they that they did something that i think is different i, th- I think i don't think any other tedx event has done that before so so i guess that that would be my choice for the for the hack i love that and having talked to trent uh a few weeks ago um that show dear listener will be out in the next several weeks um and here heard the whole backstory on how that whole thing came together and how you know they had to have their equipment list done six months in advance and you know sent three months in advance and all all the stuff that they had to do just the fact that they pulled that off was just a hack in itself it, it, they had to use a lot and I, I love that idea and actually I'm having more from, more folks from that team uh, on the show here over the next couple of months because I think that that was um, just one of those once in a lifetime kind of really rare you know pull the right people together it took several organizers to make that happen over a long period of time over a year of planning and it's kind of cool to find out you were involved in that as well sir one of your 50 yeah. you you've got a <laughs> i i want to see your jacket that you have that has little patches sewed on it from uh from all over the world and if i had such I've, a jacket i would keep it in the tedx dubai bag that they gave out oh my gosh they've got the best bag ever everybody oh. now when so which which bag are you talking about the one from- so so i was there uh i was in dubai on business uh probably five years ago and i met the two of them and they gave us uh, a bag that was made out of this really thick felt that okay. was yeah. folded up and it was just spectacular i'd never seen yeah. anything like that before and yeah you know just talking to them and their whole um you know we were just getting started in our um tedx speaker coaching business and tedx consulting business you know helping helping organizers pull things together and just learning from people and i was just blown away so that would be the bag i would keep said coat in <laughs> well, the thing that I that I the thing that I collect is um, uh, either name tags or access passes and stuff like that. So I've got a I should take a photograph of you. Oh, please, uh, please do and, and send it to me, and I want to post it with the show. <laughs> okay. And so, like, I've, I've got a, I've got a whole bunch of those. Um, now, look, mate, I've, I just realised we, we spent this, this this wonderful time talking together, and I've hardly mentioned uh, TEDx Canberra. Um, I just want to say a few things about them, if that's okay. Sure. Um, I mean, look, you know, maybe they could fit into the hack, you know, um, side of things. The hack that they have is is love. I mean, I mean, there Ingrid, you know, who's now now at the helm, um, Steve, yep. who, who who was there. Sure, they're just such lovely people, and um, and look, you know, it's it's a uh, I don't know, it's a fairly fairly big event. Um, they just seem to have so much time to spend with you whenever there's any question any sort of either it's an offer for help or any sort of logistical issue any anything um yeah look you know ingrid knows how how i get when i um when i'm made to to talk to people i I get very anxious and and, and weird you probably sense that in the opening sort of stage of this conversation but she's she's so she's (laughs) she's so supportive and, and and um and and you know has has helped me so much and uh it's just such a lovely person. So I just wanted to you know, send a shout out to her. Also, of course, N- Natasha, Kayla, you know, uh, all, all the wonderful people that, that have, um, that have, um, you know, been so kind to me. Um, obviously, Remo and the, the Sydney team. Um, but that, that's the, that's, I think, the hack that, that, that I think, that I think, you know, TEDx Canberra definitely, you know, swings. Um, they're just so loving. They're wonderful people, you know, and I think that, that that's, that's the, the hack that, you know, really is a, a part of, all of these TEDx events, people are just so friendly. Like we were talking before about, you know, being part of a club and, and how, you know, being in this sort of TEDx gang is, is really, um, um, I guess is, 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 you know, key to our relationships. And I think what, what it does is it, 
it sort of takes the initial stages of, of the relationship as, as, a, as a given, you know, in, mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that again, that that's another thing that I, 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 I love. But I just wanted to send, send a special shout out to TEDx Camera. They're, you know, they're, they're now my my local event and, um, you know, we, we do so much together. We, we do, you know, a, a adventures together and um, I love being part of that part of that team. Uh, now that I've been living in this area for three years now and, you know, we've just, you know, been such good buddies and, and I I love them so much and I just wanted to just uh, send a shout out to them. I love their, um, the what they did with the uh, Mini Coopers and having ah. Mini Coopers driving all around town and, and whisking the speakers off the stage and doing Facebook live events with them. And again, yeah. it's, it's, um, I feel like a kid in a candy store with all these conversations because I get so <laughs> many great ideas and my team knows when, uh, when I've done uh, a few episodes, cause I always show up with on Slack with all these new, great new ideas. Like, okay, Mark. Okay, Mark. It's okay. Gavin, thank you so much for spending this time with us and, and letting us know more about what you do. We can find you um, on your website at gavinblake.com.au. So if there's an organizer that wants to talk to you about um, scribing their event, uh, you're up for doing such things? Yeah, man. Hey, look, if, if I'm – look, I, I guess the, the thing with doing that is I, I scribe the events that I can and when I'm available. You know, I've, I've got, you know, two young kids – now in a business to run so i try to you know give as much time as i can to the kids and then what's left over for the business and then what's the life left over you know to my, to my tedx event so so hey i i i, I love doing this stuff so whenever i can i i, I will and I, and I love to um to partner with with um tedx organizers so of course you get in touch you can also see my stuff on on twitter and instagram um i'm at gavin underscore scribes and um yeah during tedx events we just flood that with um with stuff content (laughs) i love it gavin thanks so much for being on the show appreciate it buddy thank you mike thanks for having me all the best thanks for listening to hacking the red circle have an idea for a guest for the show or would you like to tell us your tedx story just drop me a note in an email to mark at hacking please be sure to rate write and review the show on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcast makes a huge difference And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.